nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound. Oh, okay. Are those just so if you want to pull out? Yeah, they're just like, just like, like them the whole I'm time. like the, <laughs> the whole entire time, and they have to film me, and I'm just all. Who whose podcast were you on? Um, Chico Suave's. Chico Suave, okay. I was about to say, and he had it. He had a camera set up, and everything was super official. I'm not that official. I I wish I had the um I wish I had the camera set up. Also, this is kicking my ass. By the way, I never drink Jack Daniels. I don't know if you can tear that apart or not. Can't you just unscrew it? Maybe. Oh, I'm so inexperienced. You you showed me exactly what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I'm not that experienced. I'm not a big drinker. Mm. Well, you are tonight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you do for work? I am a dental assistant. Okay, nice, nice. Where at? At ABQ and Adonic, so all I do is root canals all day. Here. Yeah, we'll toss that bad boy in there. Sweet. You do root canals all day? Yep. I do work you... specialty. Yeah. Wow. Do you? Okay. Do you deal with like insanely bad breath? Oh my god. It's got to be awful. It. Yeah, like funk mail. Yeah. Like, I always joke around saying that I'm elbows deep in funk mail. <laughs> fixing one grill at a time. You, fixing one grill at a time. Have you ever had someone come in with grills? Yes. That happens, like, consistently? No. Okay, but you've had it before. And then when I worked general, we had a couple, like, guys ask if we could make them girls and stuff. Really? Yeah. And then we had this one guy, like, won a gold crown, and, like, he wanted a diamond and a dollar sign on oh, it. Geez. All kinds of shit. Yeah. It's crazy. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. I couldn't imagine dealing with that all day, every day. Oh, and then, like, because I'm specialty and we do root canals, we deal with, like, the people, like, the dentists don't want to work on. Okay. So we get, like, the crazies. Yeah. So when the you day say, passes. Yeah, when you say... <laughs> when you say, like, specialty, so, like, um, that, like, is what you are trained for specifically? No, um, I've been a dental assistant for, like, 21 years. Okay. So, um, I started off in general. Okay. And then, um, like, um, oral surgery is a specialty, ortho specialty, endo, because it's like different training. Okay. Gotcha. That's, I mean, have you ever, ha have you ever had a root canal? Do you have, have like, do you have good teeth otherwise? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I take care of my teeth and I always have cavities. I always, I'm worried about having a root canal actually. It's not bad. It's like getting a feeling. I think getting a crown's worse than getting a root canal. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because a uh, root canal, like you don't have all the flavors and like mm. the dust and everything in your mouth because they have yeah. a rubber dam. So like you're more isolated. Gotcha. But like a root canal is more like a, like an actual surgery though, right? No. No. Got mm -hmm. it. You just drill a hole in like the chewing surface of the tooth. Okay. And then you like um, clean out like the canals of the tooth, like okay. the soft tissue and the blood supply. Mm -hmm. And then we put this filling material called gutta percha in it. That way it doesn't come back. Yeah. So like you sterilize it, you disinfect it, and then you put in like it's like a laminate, like plastic material, but it's okay. actually from it's natural, it's from a plant. Huh. Yeah. I. I'm learning so much about root canals all of a sudden. I'm like, it's pretty legit. <laughs> I'm well, just ask me. No, absolutely. What is like, what is the absolute worst part of that though? Like, like for you as like for your job. 
for my job to yeah, win with people. The, the, <laughs> no, I fight with people every day to get x-rays because they're like, well, can't they just look in my mouth and see what's going on? And I was like, well, if you break your arm, mm-hmm. you know it's broken, but you still have to let them take an x-ray to see where it's broken. Right. I mean, like, yeah, you still have to find out where the issue is. Yeah. Like, so that, I mean, it totally makes sense. Like, you're dealing with the outside surface. That doesn't mean that you're actually seeing what's going on inside. Yeah. And then, like, they'll be like, but I don't want to get more radiation and all this stuff. And I was like, you realize you get more radiation from a banana than what I'm going to do today? A banana? A banana has radiation. Okay. Or your cell phone or standing in front of a microwave. I knew the cell phone. I knew the microwave. And like I, I'm not worried about radiation, obviously, but I'm also not around bananas a lot. Like, what? The, why does a banana have radiation? Because that's how they turn yellow in the sun. Really? I okay. I am so like shocked. You right have now. to Google, <laughs> like Google it. If okay. It's, yeah, because like when I first became a dental assistant, I was like, "What do you mean bananas have more radiation?" Yeah, that's definitely a, a fact they have to tell you like early on, right? Like that way you can like ease people to radiation. And then yeah, and then the grant and then granite counters have radiation. An afternoon of shopping. Huh. That I mean, I would Microwave, have never guessed that. <laughs> TV, your cell phone, like people like on their cell phone, they're complaining about radiation. Yeah. And I'm all, what about this little device you have in your hand? That one's way worse because like that one, you just stick straight up to your head, and like you, I mean, yeah, it's so so bad. Like people don't realize that. Um, yeah, cell phone radiation is intense, but yes. Is like the radiation's got to be bad with like anything Bluetooth as well, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's all gonna be so damaging to like everything about you. Yeah, and then the cra- I had this one crazy okay. patient like, um, she made us put a lead apron on her head, and she's supposedly supposed to be a scientist. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make any sense because the whole reason why you don't want to block it in because the gamma rays are what's bad for you. And then she's putting a lead apron. So she's trapping them in her head instead of letting them bypass you. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Some, somewhat of a scientist. She's probably like unvaccinated too. She's like, (laughs) she's like, I don't know, but but that's the type of people I have to deal with. Like I have to deal with constant, constant, like crazy people. Are you dealing with a lot of people uh, that are like Medicaid, Medicare, um, stuff like that as well. No. Okay. We're bougie. Okay. So you're like, that's even worse though, in some extent, right? Like you got like the high class people that like, they're all demanding and they're like, no, mm-hmm. I know what's going on. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I, you do your job. Let me do mine. Yeah. And then like, they'll tell me what to do my job. Like, cause you know, when we take x-rays, yes, there's that little ring, but mm-hmm. it's a suggestion like flossing, like most people take it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like we have know how to adjust it because we have to get the group so we're not doing general dentistry or like where they take an x-ray regular like we have to take it different angles Mm -hmm. and then they're trying to tell you no no no, this is how yeah yeah yeah. oh my gosh and then they talk down to me and i was like i've been doing this for 20 years and they're like they're like what yeah (laughs) (laughs) that sucks in any job right like when people talk down to you it's like why man like that you're not better than me i'm I'm here to help you like they're all you're not that old and i'm like oh i'm <laughs> I was about to say, how old are you, if you don't mind me I'm asking? I'm 42. 42. Okay. So you've you've seen, you've experienced a lot in dentistry and stuff like that. You got it at 21, is what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. My son was like one. Yes. Okay. So th- is he the reason why you got into dentistry? No. Okay. Why did you get into I dentistry? I kind of fell into it because, okay. like, I had a scholarship and, like, it was running out. And I wanted to do radiology, but the class didn't start. So like after my scholarship ended, okay. 
because I was going to CNM, but it was like taking forever. So I was like, but back then it was TBI. Okay. That's how old I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Explain that to me. What? The T- you said TBI? TBI. Now it's CNM. Oh. It used to be called TBI. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm, I'm from Farmington, New Mexico. So I'm like, I wasn't aware of that even. Yeah. So that like back in the day then. You, it was you got it all, yeah. So you yeah. got it all figured out at this point. <laughs> what what uh? Did you ever take your son to any of the classes? No. No. No, because it's. But he did kind of grow up in a dental office, which sounds sure. weird, but like, because at my old office, I was there for like ever, and like we only worked three days a week, but mm-hmm. like they loved me. Like they would give me like gift cards to like buy his school supplies. Oh wow! And, like all this stuff. And, like, if he had to come, like, after school or whatever, they would let him come. Like, if he wasn't feeling good, like, he included one of the dental chairs. And Gotcha. Yeah. So, he was just, like, part of the family at that point. Like, he's grew up in a dentist's office. Yeah, yeah, And I kind of gave him the dental curse because, like, he looks, he checks out girls' teeth. Mm. You know what I mean? And stuff. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, mom. He's yeah. cute, but not. <laughs> but not her teeth, though. <laughs> It's a dental curse, yeah. and we all have it. Like mm-hmm. we all look at people's teeth, like right away. I mean, I think you'd have to, right? Like that's what you do all day, every day. Like mm-hmm. that's the immediate thing that you do. Yeah, like I'll notice like little things, like oh, his number eight's discolored. I'm gonna hide my mouth behind the microphone. <laughs> I already get, saw it. I'm gonna get real, real <laughs> deep into this conversation. I already saw. You're like, no, no, no. I know your flaws. I, I already looked. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that's so interesting. I, I, the reason why I ask is because like my mom. Uh, she was 18 when she had me. And so like, I always tell people, I'm like, I should have gotten these credits out of the way. Cause I went to this class with my mom. They're like, yeah, you weren't born. I'm like, eh, I was in that class. Like I should have received credits. Like, yeah. I don't know. So I that's... had my son at 19. So yeah. So, I mean, like, that's why I ask if, if he took any of the classes with you or went with you or anything like that. No, I kind of kept stuff professional. Nice. I Cause I was like, I don't want to deal with my kid and like, yeah. have to concentrate. Yeah. Cause my kid was like. He is ADD, like hyper, like his nickname used to be Turbo. Okay. Yeah. Just all over the place. Just like I put him in martial arts to like tame him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Had to. Had to. Yeah. What a, do you, is he your only child? My only child. Only child. That's all I could afford. Wanted, one and done. One and done. Yes. Nice. Yes. You couldn't afford two Turbos. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to do this over again. How long did? Uh, how long was he in martial arts? Um, since he was five until he was like nineteen. Okay, so long time, constantly doing that. I was about to say. So, did he do any other sports or just martial arts? Um, he did. Um, well, he did karate, which was strong grew, and mm-hmm. then he did jujitsu, and then MMA, mixed okay. martial arts, mm-hmm. and then he did wrestling for a while too. Nice. So he's all through martial arts, mixed martial arts, everything, just constantly in uh, grappling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I we're lucky because like our cousin's a UFC fighter, so like he uh, like was kind of like his hero, so it was it worked out. Yeah, absolutely, and that's like it's the best for. I think a lot of like kids need to do that, right? Like they need to have, like I, I always say, like uh, whenever I finally decide to have kids one of these days. Um, I want my kids to do uh, something martial arts affiliated, whether that be, like you said, wrestling, karate, mixed martial arts, whatever it may be. Um, something that teaches them one-on-one and that, like, it's just me responsibility, mm-hmm. um, but also a team sport as well. 
just to learn like hey i'm a cog in the machine and i have to do my part so that the machine runs yeah he used to bug me to do football but i never allowed him to you do never football. allowed that why not because like i didn't want him to like get concussions i didn't want like because it's i don't it sounds weird but with mma it's more controlled mm-hmm. than it is with football so i did uh both football and wrestling and I never got a concussion in wrestling. See. So I'll give you that. Um, I do defend football a lot because, like, I have a lot of uh, friends, like, back home that, like, they'll claim soccer is better. I'm like, actually, soccer has way more concussions than football does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do defend wrestling in that aspect of, hey, like, I wrestled my whole life. I never got a concussion wrestling. Um, I did have a major injury in wrestling, but I never had a concussion. So, so I'll did, give you that. So did my kid. Like, mm-hmm. been to jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, did all this, did wrestling, and got, mm-hmm. a, like, a skier fracture. A, a what? A skier fracture. You okay. know, where you tear the tendon and crack, like, the bone right here. Okay. Like, on like on the thumb where that connects, yeah. like, to the wrist, yeah. essentially? Yeah. Okay. But he didn't tear it enough to have surgery. If he mm-hmm. tore it just a little bit more, he would have had to have surgery. So. I'm, like, and that's the thing, right, is, like, the brain is so fragile it's like and that's a, a whole life thing whereas like you can recover from bones ligaments etc the head is just a completely different monster yeah yeah I, I mean again i defend football but i get where you're coming from especially if you allow them to do martial arts you're like you're still doing something physical you're still doing something violent but you're controlling what you can control mm-hmm. that makes sense what about you what did you grow up doing nothing troublemaker okay well my mom tried to put me in dance, but okay. I got kicked out because <laughs> I wanted to play softball. Okay. And, and my mom didn't allow it. Didn't allow softball. No, because I'm her only girl. Like, ah. I have six older brothers, and I, she finally got a girl, mm-hmm. but she didn't really get a girl. She got, like, a tomboy. <laughs> Are you the youngest of the family? I am. Okay. Youngest. So the youngest, you're like, you were the last chance, and so she's like, you've got to do all the girly stuff. Yeah, she used to try to make me wear dresses, like... And you look up to all older brothers, so you're like, no, like, I want to go do what they're doing. I want to go And do I was this. fearless, had no, like, conscience, didn't care, just did whatever. Yeah. Like, crazy child. Yeah. What other, what other ways do you see fearlessness? Because the way I met you, for other people that are listening, the way I met April was just through open mics doing comedy. I can see that in you, that you're like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. That's a fearlessness. What other ways do you see yourself being fearless? What other experiences have you had that show fearlessness? Just, I don't know, just, I just take life. But, like, as a kid, like, I have more fear now than I did as a kid. Yeah, like, that makes sense, Like, open mic right? and comedy, like, that was a big, like, stepping out of my bubble. Yeah. Because I was a shy kid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't sing karaoke. I don't do public speaking. Mm-hmm. Like, I did a speech for my cousin's wedding and it was horrible (laughs) like like, this is just rough like it's just tough to like find your voice just yeah and like that's something so then what is it like for you that comedy like pulled out of you because i i don't see that at all like when you're on stage at least so what is it like when you're up on stage telling jokes that's different for you i don't know i'm just talking shit like it's mostly about my life like a lot of my jokes is my life Mm mm-hmm I mean, you're just sitting there just cracking jokes about whatever it may be. You had a joke about your son going to Vegas, right? Yes. I was about to say, and that's all true. You're, you're, he didn't you want to get a tattoo. He didn't want to go clubbing. Like, he didn't 
want to do like anything like we walked around yeah <laughs> at the same like six casinos mm-hmm. and then we got lost in the caesars for like god like an hour you can get lost in caesars pretty good oh my god i was i won't start crying i was like i just went out <laughs> Uh, I was actually in uh, Vegas, not this last weekend, the weekend before, mm-hmm. and me and my sister got lost not only in Caesars, but then right outside of Caesars. I was like, I can't figure out where the hell the strip is. Like, yes. I couldn't figure it out it at all. It gets so confusing. Yeah. It's massive. Like, people don't realize how big those casinos really are. Yeah. You and know. like, oh yeah. And then like, my best friend Jenkins goes with us and like, my son calls him his dad too. Like, okay. his dad number two. or. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because he's a black guy. So, like, some pe- sometimes he'll tell people that's his biological dad. Yeah. Just to fuck with people because yeah. <laughs> that's who we are. Yeah, yeah, We like to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you find yourself to be, like, a practical jokester? Kind of. I like to convince people of fucked up things. Like, <laughs> I convinced, like, one of our friends that my friend Jenkins was gay for, like, the longest time. I mean, it took me months because sure. we were all roommates sure. but i was like look see he brought another guy home sure. you never see girls yeah. <laughs> so you just you ran with that forever how did he find out uh, like i told him okay <laughs> you're like no, no 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 like you don't understand how long i've been running this joke yeah oh my gosh that's awesome what other then, what other jokes do you have or like, like i um i used to we love to mess with my son I know it's horrible, but... No, you have to, though. I have to. Like, my friend Jenkins... I mean, my my friend Jason, he's native, mm-hmm. right? But we're telling him that he's really Mexican because he does look like he's Mexican. Mm-hmm. So, we're like, he's really Mexican, but he's ashamed of being Mexican. So, he tells everybody he's native. And my oh, son's like, my what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Is your son pretty gullible? Yes, to a point. Sure. But now he's like... Are you shitting me? Like, yeah, yeah. But he got me back because he convinced a lot of people I was a lesbian. So. <laughs> and how did you find that one out? He told me. <laughs> how long did he run that joke by everyone? For a while. He convinced his dad that I was gay, his girlfriend, um, people at jiu-jitsu that I was gay. Did, did any of them like, hey, like, I've got the perfect girl for you or like anything like that? Did any of them approach you like that at all? Um... Some girl was like kind of hitting on me, but I'm kind of oblivious when people hit on me. I'm like, yeah. like I think about it, I was like, was she hitting on me? Was she yeah. being nice? Yeah, you're just like, oh, it's just a really nice gal. Like that's yes. cool. She's like, a really nice girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty oblivious to stuff too, honestly. Like pretty naive. And then like somebody later on is like, oh yeah, dude. Like he was trying to hit that. But, like oh, I did not realize that. I just thought he was a cool dude. Like. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that at all, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh. And then, like, they come out, and they're like, oh, I like you. And I'm like, oh. Um. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know what my immediate family has told you, but uh, I don't swing that way, actually. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Uh, it sounds like your son's a lot like you, then. He is. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Tell yes. me about that. What else does he, like, have from you? He's got the dental curse that you told me about. He's a big jokester. What else did he get from he's, you? He's a lot of my personality, which is weird because he's like my personality, my friend Jenkins' personality, my grandpa's personality, like all mixed together. Mm-hmm. And it drives his dad crazy because he's so much like me. Mm. I was about to say, does he look like his dad? Now he does. Okay. That he's put like more weight. Like he does mm-hmm. look more like his dad. Yeah, it looks like his dad acts like you. 
I was about to say, what other like personality traits does he have because of that? Does he have like, do you have either of you have like nervous twitches or anything like that that he got from you or anything? I, yeah, because we both like tap a lot. Okay. But I think I picked that up from him because okay. he used to play drums and stuff. And, okay. like, he has anxiety, and, like, he would tap, and then I caught myself, like, tapping, like, with him. So he, like, yeah, like, he, uh, if he has anxiety, and then, like, he's ADD. And he goes right. like that. Just, or, okay. Yeah, or he goes like that. I, I don't mean, really go like that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, my mom actually thinks she's a gorilla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So then, when you had him... Like, where were you at in life? Like, what was what was that experience like, finding out you're pregnant with him? Oh, my gosh. Um, I remember taking, like, nine different birth, um, pregnancy tests. Pregnancy tests. Oh, my God. What is it called? Yeah. <laughs> I took, like, nine different, like, brands of pregnancy tests because I was like, no, this can't be right. Yeah. No, this can't be right. So even after the eighth one, you're like, no. No. <laughs> I was, like, so in denial. I was like, no. What would you have done if the ninth one was negative? I'd probably jump up for joy and not go to the doctor. <laughs> but I ended up going to the doctor. Oh, well, I went to Planned Parenthood, and, oh, my God, that was an experience. Okay. Tell me about that. Like, oh, well, they went and let my son's dad back, and then they are like, you know, you don't have to have it. Like, there's other options. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, my mom raised me to be responsible for my actions. And they're like, no, you know, there's other options. You can go for adoption. You can have an abortion. Like, they just kept pushing. I was like, no, no. And it was just weird because I felt like I was getting, like, yeah. pushed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know they were trying to make me understand, like, I had other options, but it feel like I had another option. That's fair. They're in their defense they're saying hey you're young we want you to know you're not trapped by this Mm -hmm. but for you you were like there isn't another way like i fully understand there's these options but this is my path yes and it was weird because like before i got pregnant i was like yeah if i ever get pregnant i'm gonna have abortion i'm gonna do this blah 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 and then when it came down to it i was like i can't yeah i mean it is so easy right like when you're not faced with something, right, like in your face, faced with something in your face, Jesus Christ. Um, when you're not faced with that decision, it's so easy to be like, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. But right when you're confronted with it, that's a completely different story. And I'm sure you have a completely different outlook on it now, now having a 21-year-old. and He's 22, actually. Or 22-year-old, right sorry. Yeah. 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 It's got to be pretty remarkable in that aspect. Yeah. Well, I feel like he saved my life because I was a little lost. Like, when I got pregnant with him, because I I was doing drugs, and, you know, I was doing whatever to make me numb, because my mom passed away, and so, like, I was, it was a rough two years after my mom passed. Gotcha. Like, how old were you when your mom passed? Two days after my 17th birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah. it's super tough, right? Yeah. Like, I, my mom was, like, diagnosed with cancer on my 16th birthday, and she died two days after my 17th. Oof. Yeah. So on your 16th birthday, she my was mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, <sighs> and they thought they caught it in time. Wow. I was about to say that's super tough, right? Yeah, and I dropped out of school, took care of her, and then went back to school. But I did whatever to make me numb. Mm-hmm. Everything had to be so difficult at that point, right? Like, I and I can't speak from that experience. I don't understand what it's like to have someone have cancer in my family. However, I definitely could understand like being 16 is already tough enough yes being you know that close to adulthood um i mean shit at 16 i thought i had 
life figured out, right? And then yeah. at 20, I was like, I don't know anything. I'm 42, and I'm like, so, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at 16, though, like, that's that's got to be a huge wave of emotions, especially, right? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know you very well, but in my mind, like, especially at 15, 16, like, I was the center of the universe. Like, I, I was all that mattered in my head, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, mom gets diagnosed with cancer. What's, like, the first couple things going through your mind? Well, she's like, I'm okay, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And then, like, nine weeks into, like, my junior year of high school, I ended up dropping out because she was sick. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Like, I would drop her off at the hospital, and, like, she would come back with, like, a neck brace or, like, oxygen or walker. Like, it was just, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's just constant. That year had to be incredibly difficult the year after obviously has to be even more difficult what was like the the like your biggest poison like what was something that you went to immediately i always was high and then started doing ecstasy ecstasy like i was always interested in ecstasy i've never done it however that being said though like is it was it just like the feeling of having something feel good? Was that Yeah. Like everything felt good. Like it was a warm, creamy feeling. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> like that's the only way. And that's how I conceived my son was I was on ecstasy. Gotcha. So ecstasy was like the one thing that but then when you came off of that, it's gotta be Oh, it's rough. Yeah. That like the high had to have been high, but the down had to be even worse, right? Yeah. And it was like my first time ever taking ecstasy too. Like I took like four hits throughout the night because it was my birthday and they're like here have another one here another one here so like i was on this big high for like ever and then like you crash and all of a sudden you get it again yeah and then you crash again and then you get the high again throughout the day just a constant roller coaster from it yes but that was from each hit though right that's not i i'm so unfamiliar with it like for the whole night i was writing high and then like i went to sleep finally went to sleep and then like i woke up i was feeling okay and then all of a sudden you get like this high just just from the same hit though yeah from wow the night before like it was weird because like you go up and then you go down so each one is like massive peaks and valleys you're not riding a a small wave by no the whole night because i took four hits like i was riding one level Mm -hmm. so like i was high as yeah like, I don't even know what time we ended up going to bed. Like Yeah. At what time did you roughly start? <laughs> like I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that was a long time ago, dude. We were like, at a rave. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so. In Vegas. Oh, even better. Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Not Little Vegas. Sure. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I was about to say. Well, in fairness, if you were, if, you know. You had to escape being in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Ecstasy is probably not the worst choice, right? Like probably not. Yeah. My family lives like my that's where my mom's from, so probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas, New Mexico. We used to always go to a, a wrestling tournament out there, and I'll never forget. Like, it was just like you would drive through Santa Fe. You're just driving, and it's like bush tree, like shrubs, everything, and then all of a sudden, at the very last part, it just opens up to nothing just like hills dirt and weeds and you're just like holy shit like this is not the most fun place on earth yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know because i had to go to alamogordo because my grandpa lived in alamogordo so mm-hmm. that drive would suck too because yeah. like at least driving north there was more to see but like, yes going south like 
that's the longest boring drive. Oh my god, I'm trying to think of. Um, okay, I, I I was like trying to figure out like where which way you're headed, but like, Al yeah, Alamogordo, and like, then if you go east of Alamogordo, right, and you start hitting like the Roswell, like Carlsbad, Rio, yeah, like Rio Doso can be pretty, right, but like you start hitting those eastern parts where it's like this is just West Texas, like it's just it's fucking flat out here, like that's pretty miserable in itself. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Vegas, New Mexico, a little bit better. I'll give you that. <laughs> like, so, so you're in a tough spot. Um, you're you had your son at 21, 20? 19. 19. Okay, so you you have what's his name? I'm sorry. My kid. Yeah. His name is Avriel, but we call him Avery for short. Avery. So you have Avery, and what's that experience like? going into motherhood right it was crazy because like it was the time i needed a mom and i didn't have a mom Mm. so like it was a lot of learning experience like on my own yeah and you're just trying to pick up pieces like that's that's so tough right there's so many things in life where you're like even like a coach or like a mentor or something and mom's not there to help Mm -hmm. it's rough yes um i'm lucky at my grandpa though like my grandpa was around like I hid my pregnancy for six months from my grandpa. <laughs> How'd that go over? <laughs> he it, it made me cry when I told him because he's like, I'm disappointed in you, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. And then, like, he, like, the next day he showed up at my house with, like, a stroller and car seat. Like, he had diapers. He's he all like, in. Yeah. Wow. That's got to be a huge change as well. Huge change of pace. He's like very disappointed very upset mad day goes by and now he's all right let's go now we got to be ready mm-hmm. it's good to have that support system at least yes my yeah. grandpa's always been my positive male role model like he's always somebody I always looked to he was my hero my rock like any problem i had i'd call yeah i hear you say was mm-hmm. so he passed mm-hmm. when did he pass in uh 2008 okay so you have avery for a little bit mm-hmm. so avery was born in 2000 yes so you have avery and grandpa for eight years yes okay so then what's that story loved when, him okay like we would go down the Gordo, my grandpa would be like avery yeah <laughs> Okay, my, my grandpa's not my biological grandpa, but he's still my grandpa. I get that. So, like, my grandpa's white. So, okay. like, he'd be all, hey, yeah. that. I just, I just loved him. I'm, I'm assuming he's a little, like, a, a little redneck. Is that is that what I'm picking up on? Or maybe, um, not, maybe not that white. Not, well, or, he was, like, way. a toe-head, blonde-haired boy. Like, okay. he was, like, a baby face. Like Got it. But I love my grandpa. My grandpa was goofy and crazy and, like. I've always been closest to him, mm-hmm. never close to my grandma, always was closer to my grandpa. Gotcha. Like, I was his princess. Mm-hmm. And we called him granddad because, like, he was my dad, so we, I called him granddad. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, so, like, my son would call him grand-grand. He'd be all grand-grand. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo out there with his grand-grand. Grand-grand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's, like, all, um, I don't know, every time I go visit my grandpa, my grandpa would be all, Ava. Where do you want to go? And Avery would be like, Grand Grand, can we go White Sands in the cave? So we were always at Carlsbad Caverns and White Sands. Gotcha. That's always fun. Fun memories there. Yeah. 
but not like every time. Yeah, <laughs> not every time. <laughs> what are some What are some memories that you laugh at there at the moment? You're like, damn it! Like, what are you doing? Gosh, there's so many. Yeah. Like I don't know, like. Like, me and my cousin used to make fun of Avery. We used to call him, like, the little sand child, like, at White Sands, because mm-hmm. he's so dark, and then he had, like, this big old, like, gallon water that my grandpa had, and, like, uh-huh. he's, like, all happy carrying it. So, we, like, we used to call him, like, Habib and, like, the sand child. <laughs> gallon gallon jug's probably as big as him at that point, then. He's just trying to muscle it around. And it was, like, an old high sea bottle, because, like, my grandpa, like... <laughs> reused yeah like he didn't believe in like like um wasting stuff because mm-hmm. you know that's their generation right yeah so he's like nope we're using that high c bottle again <laughs> so <laughs> is he carrying a gallon of water to drink or is he using that like to build sand castle like no to drink okay and then we would dig holes in the white sands mm-hmm. and like he, i have pictures of him like in tunnels because like we had a crazy eights party so my grandpa turned 88 and he returned eight so we had a crazy eights party at white sands gotcha then we went back to my grandpa's house and had like cake and everything but nice yeah. i was about to say and so when grandpa passed it's just age was it, what was his cause of death it it was a lot a lot of things it was a lot of things like he had a heart attack fell and broke his hip mm. and then he got blood poisoning so like that was another step back and yeah. then um he had his gallbladder like eruptured and the toxins went to his brain so he was mm. like crazy for a while so like he thought he hadn't mixed memories of like the war in the nowadays so like it was like he thought he was in jail so like he's like when's visitation days and he's like okay tuesday you need to come visit me for visitation (laughs) so you went on tuesdays to go visit no i had to work (laughs) and i'm like no granddad i'll be there friday yeah (laughs) i promise you they'll let me visit (laughs) and the nurse is like she can come anytime and he's like tuesday You just walk in, you're like, happy Tuesday, like, just to help, like, help him out. I would just be all, hi, granddad. He'd be all, hi. Oh, my gosh. So, he's constantly, like, when you say the war, like, what? He was, um, he was in World War Two. He was a bomber. Okay. Oh, he was wow. a pilot. Wow. So, he's got a whole lot of history there, a whole lot of memories. And, and he's an officer during Germany, and that's where he adopted my stepdad. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So he's like, so I'm piecing that together as well. So he's not even blood related to someone who's blood related to you. He's my stepdad's not blood related to me. My mom right. and my stepdad were married, but my mom had an affair and had me. So like I'm the milkman's baby. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean, so uh, to give some perspective on that as well as I, I don't know my biological father, um, but the same same way. Uh, my mom remarried and that's my dad right no they were already married right. Saying, right, right, right right but but my but my point is the same way you say about your granddad you're like no no, no that's my granddad that's like, my granddad yeah and the same way is that that's that's my dad like mm-hmm. you know um because he's not my biological father but everyone knows that's my dad yeah so in the same way like i understand that and that's got to be pretty incredible for you as well as to be loved by someone who really doesn't have any connection to you yeah yeah love me like we were so close like i talked to him at my lunch break i talked to him after work like i talked to him twice a day every day 
Gotcha. And I mean, I don't know your granddad that well, but I'm assuming he's not a texter. You're actually calling. You're talking to him. Yeah. You know? No. I, yeah. Texting wasn't yeah. that big. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And no. so you're having actual conversation, meaningful conversation twice a day. Yeah. And I would call him like for something stupid, like, granddad, how do you cook pork chops again? Just so he could feel important because I knew he was getting lonely. So like I would call him and like ask him questions. And... Yeah. Trying to pick his brain and all that kind of stuff. And then sometimes they did need help with, like, cooking. It'll be like, okay, how did I cook this? Yeah. <laughs> how did you do it? What is your favorite recipe you have from him? Biscuits and gravy and steak fingers. Okay. I know how to make it all by scratch. Wow. I was about to say, no packets, no none of that. You're like, biscuits, gravy. This mm-hmm. is what, this is my... Steak fingers. Yeah. Nice. That's really cool. About to say, you'll pass that on for sure? Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. It's like my comfort food Yeah. Now. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know you that well, but I'm yeah. just, from what I'm picking up from the conversation, you seem to be a very resilient person. How has that helped you? I don't I mean, I guess. You don't like, know, you, I mean, you don't know any other far, way, right? I don't know any other way. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm here to survive. Like, And now I've been kind of being in my selfish moments because, like, my son moved out two years ago. So, mm-hmm. like... I haven't had to take care of anybody. Yeah. So I, I kind of been a little bit selfish, like trying to find who I am. Cause for the longest time I was always Avery's mom or right. somebody's mom. Yeah. And so now empty nesting and you're like, I get to kind of do me at this point. Yeah. What's something that you've been enjoying doing? Comedy. Uh, comedy is fun. That's a good one. Is there anything other than comedy that you're doing at the moment? I'm just, I don't know, I get to be lazy. Like, yeah. I can lay around and, like, read a book. Yeah. Like, I can watch whatever the hell I want. Like, mm-hmm. Just watching Netflix and just jamming out, like, you're doing you. Just doing whatever. It's just me and Chucho. You know, I just have to get up and walk Chucho. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Chucho, your dog? Yeah. Nice. What kind of dog is Chucho? He's a Chihuahua Terrier. Okay. That makes sense now. Chucho is very fitting then. Yes. That's cool. Uh, it's funny, though. Like, it has to be, yeah. Mm. He's my little pothead. Um, <laughs> Why is he your little pothead? Because he got an edible, and I didn't even know. Like, mm. he ate an edible. It wasn't mine. Like, when I walked him outside, I guess it was one of the neighbors dropped it. I don't even know. Yeah. But, like, I woke up, and he was all, like, stiff. Yeah. <laughs> I rushed into, like, the vet. Like, I made a joke yeah, about yeah, this. I, I, I was about to say, as you're saying this, I'm like, no, I, I feel like I know this story. So yeah. Yeah. He has... He has a whole edible, like, for a whole-ass person, I'm assuming. And he's, like, less than 10 pounds. <laughs> so he's just paralyzed, just, like, out. Just stone cold frozen. <laughs> like, I, like, put him on my body and I'm, like, rubbing him, like, trying to warm him up. Oh, my God. I'm, like, crying at the vet. Yeah. And, like, I have naturally curly hair. So, like, my hair was, like, poofy because, like, I didn't put stuff in it because I just, mm-hmm. like, took a shower and went to bed. So, like, right. my hair is, like, crazy. So, it's, like, pulled up in, like, this, like, ponytail thing. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I have, like, these curls everywhere. And I'm, like, in this cardigan with, like, my little shorts, like, pajamas. Like, yeah. crying, carrying him to the vet, all wrapped in a blanket. Oh. Yeah. Probably not making a ton of sense, too, as you're walking up. You're just like, just take him. Like, help me. Like, you're probably just freaking out at that point. Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, crying. And I have him wrapped up in a blanket. And this guy next to me, he's like, is your baby okay, Mo? It's my dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's my dog. And no, he's not okay. <laughs> and I'm like crying. And then I didn't, and then the top it off that night, I went and did my first open mic. Did you really? That, that, that night, night you did? Holy crap. How did that go? I, I did pretty good. Yeah. Well, everybody was like, well, it's funny because like two people were like, I didn't actually think you'd be that funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, two, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two people you knew or just two yeah. random? Okay. I was about to say, so you, you brought some friends along and you're like, let's try this out. Actually, they brought me along because they kept trying to encourage me to do open mic and I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you must be fr- like really funny amongst your friends and they're like, you need to try this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So then do you, that first night, did you have anything prepared or were you just like, I'm going to wing this? No, I kept thinking, I was like, okay. Cause like I was feeling froggy. I mm-hmm. was boozy and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. And then I was like, okay, well I got to figure shit out. So like I was trying to like run through my head, like shit I could say. Mm-hmm. And then Chucho happened and then they made Chucho, that joke about <laughs> Chucho, about him. Thank God he's safe. Yeah. Yeah. $729 later, but oh, fuck, dude. at least Chucho's okay. Bastard. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure that actually went over really well because I, I guarantee you had like real raw emotion oh, like, in did. that moment. I like, have a videotaped. Like, yeah. I taped it. Like, Oh, that's awesome. You go back and watch that and go like, wow. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that joke. Like, yeah. you know, you go back and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. How long ago was this? Uh, about a year ago. Okay. So like, what was it? August 2nd was like my year. Okay. Was this was this at Revel? No, this was at um, Inside Out. Okay. A lot of people, first first time, Inside Out. I was the same way. I, um, not August, but like May or June or something like that was my first time was at Inside Out, which is like so funny because like looking back, like that is such a rough open mic. Like that is such a tough spot to try comedy. I know because the girl I was friends with, I'm no longer associate with her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she kind of had a taste, like, she, we kind of fell into it, like, mm-hmm. she started doing it, and then she kept trying to encourage me, and then I did it, and then we had her little fallout, whatever, but, um, she did, like, Red Velvet for oh, her wow. first time, so, like, yeah. you know, like, that's, like, nothing. Yeah, a little bit easier, for sure. Yeah. The, the thing about, like, Inside Out, for anyone who hasn't been to Inside Out, is, like, they do have a stage... And it's, it's nice set up sound wise, but like the closest person you're near is like 30 feet away. Like they are so far and you almost like feel like you're yelling, like trying to mm-hmm. talk to people. And Even there's no roof. Yeah. No roof. Like, so not like the sound just like escapes the very, like, I don't know how your first experience was, but everyone talked the entire time I was up there. And like, I was talking to like maybe five or six people and like, those five or six people kind of laughed, but, like, everyone else was just, like, off doing their own thing. I just, I don't know what it is, but I block people out. Like, when it's that many people, it's easy for me to just block them out. Like, half yeah. the t- I don't even realize if they're laughing or not. Sometimes, like, I have to, like, okay, concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> but I was so, like, nervous and nerve-wracking, like. You just went. It just went. Were you, like, guns blazing? I felt like I just raced through mine. Like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I, I only did three minutes. I, d- I think I did a full five wow okay but i was just like bullshitting like yeah <laughs> You're like no i just had a full thing like, <laughs> like i almost lost my dog that day i was fine <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird because like when i have emotional things it's like it seems like 
I do better. Yeah. Like, well, you, I mean, it's like you, you already had something serious in that day. Like, what's what's his open mic? Like, it's fine. Like, But I was also nervous to, like, leave Chucho because he was hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I even you, made him stay, like, an extra hour at the vet just to make sure he was okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we sure we're going to clear him right now? Like, They're like, you can get home. I was like, can I, you guys, like, watch him for another hour? Yeah, please? can we monitor him for a little bit longer, like, <laughs> just in case? Just in case. Yeah. Like, do you have, a do you have like, a dog monitor or anything like that? Like, do you have, like, cameras in your house, like, to, to watch the dog? No. Okay. But I do, like, have, like, classical music for pets playing <laughs> for him. And my friend Jenkins, like, he gives me so much shit. He's like, that's some white people shit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You're like, no. He I... gives it to me all the time. <laughs> like, because, like, I have insurance on Chucho, and he's all, that's some white people shit. And I was like, have you met my dog? Like, <laughs> I don't even know how many exams we've had to have because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. You're like, no. Like, I have insurance on him, and I'm going to play Beethoven, so everyone fucking calm down. <laughs> like, I'm not going to leave Chucho without some sort of classical music. And then we had a, I had another dog named Beans and she just passed like in July. So like I play classical music. So like I felt bad for him because I didn't want him to be lonely without Beans. But you know what? I think he likes being the only dog. Yeah. Is he like a little attention whore? God, yes. Yeah. (laughs) He absolutely needs just your attention all the time. He is like attached to my soul. Like, like, and then like he hates God yeah like i don't know what it is he don't like guys and so like he gets to know him a little bit better but right. girls he's like oh come love me hey he, he, like is he aggressive does he bark like that kind of stuff he he will bark okay like if somebody's at the door and stuff or like when people like new people come in unless they, once they sit down like he's okay but gotcha. he will bark yeah i was about to say like that's as, as long as he's not like aggressive like that's i mean it doesn't matter if he barks a little bit like you kind of want that in a dog, whether it's a chihuahua or not. Like, you want a little bit of assurance that the dog is going to warn off somebody. Oh, yeah. If and, need be. and then he barks at the neighbors because we, we live in apartments so mm-hmm. like, and they live upstairs. So, like, he loves, like, looking out the window. Like, he'll watch the kids play. Yeah. Just, just absolutely enjoying life in that apartment. Yeah. There you go. He's such a brat. <laughs> He's such a rat. And then, like, my friend Jenkins and him have, like, a love-hate relationship. Like, Jenkins, like, for $729, I could got you a better dog. Yeah. <laughs> does, uh, do they have, like, territory wars, like, at all? Like, do, like does, is Chucho, like, no, 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 this is my, my apartment. Chucho will not leave me alone. Like, like if I go to the bathroom, he's right there with yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> He does not like to stay alone with Jenkins. Like, I don't know Fair. what it is. But... Fair. So Jenkins has never dog watched. Jenkins will not dog watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's not even that I've, like, given him the opportunity. He just won't. I already know. He'd be yeah. like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know you have a good friend is they don't even bullshit you. They're like, I, I guess I will. No. He's just like, fuck that. No, Jenkins will tell me how it is, like, flat out. Yeah. Like, regardless of the situation. He's he's your truth teller. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That's a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. some yeah. of the stuff, like I'm like, fuck you, Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> you can be honest, but you don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> like, like I had an ex like eleven years ago and like he was like, Well, next time you date a douche, at least make sure he's good looking. Like, oh dude. 
<laughs> he just lets you have it, I guess. That's funny. That uh, what other ways you find you do you think that like joke telling for you is just stories and then you just punch it up? Basically, that's the way you do it. Do you find like? Do you find ways to just make fun of other things, or are you self-deprecating at all? I don't know. It just depends. Yeah. I mostly talk shit about dating, so I mean. There you go. It's like how many, how many uh, jokes do you have about dating? Do you think? A lot. A lot. A like, lot. <laughs> like, a lot. There's Chucho, and the rest is dating. And then my son. <laughs> and then your son. <laughs> and then like a little bit of my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, the mammogram joke, you know. There you go. Yeah, there's that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then there's the breast cancer jokes, you know. Mm. The, uh, I've seen uh, on, like, your profile picture that you performed at Dry Heat. What mm-hmm. was that experience like? It was it was fun. Yeah. I like performing at Dry Heat. I've never performed there. No? I want to. Um, I need to go do an <coughs> open mic there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, put your boy on stage. No. I, uh. <laughs> I haven't even, but the the thing is, like, I haven't even gone to, like, an open, I need to go to an open mic there just to see that if I could do it. I can never make an open mic there because it's so early. Yeah. And I work on, like, Montgomery and Morris. Oh, okay. So you're, you're up there. It's tough to get downtown. Yeah. Especially in that traffic at that time. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's a monster for sure. And then the couple times I got off early and they didn't have it. I'm like, go figure. But you've at least done it, though. Like, you've been on that stage and you've, mm-hmm. you know, you've experienced that. It seems kind of difficult. It feels like, you know, a, a, a tough room. Like it's it's very intimate, at least. Yes, it is. And I talked a lot, like, my last one, I did, like, the mom show with Holly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just talk shit about Jenkins hating my dog, mostly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then my son's pediatrician ended up being in the freaking audience and i was all talking about how i took ecstasy when i can see my son (laughs) and i'm all fuck (laughs) they're just jokes he's here now (laughs) he's fine like because i was like no i didn't take no drugs while i was pregnant (laughs) i mean yeah i was like he's 22 he's fine like he's here now like you can make those jokes he's mildly special but yeah Is that the worst person you've performed in front of? Like, is there anyone that you're like, oh, shit, I didn't want that person in the crowd? I didn't, I don't know if I really have anybody I didn't want in the crowd. Fair. Or anyone that you're like, the pediatrician is like a great example. You're like, whoa, (laughs) like, I didn't even realize you were going to be here. Like, don't judge me. And I didn't even know she was in the audience till after After. the fact. (laughs) And then I made her and my son take a picture together. even better so i made it like even more awkward yeah <laughs> i'm like fuck it let's go with it let's go <laughs> where's your favorite place that you performed um i do like i do like dry heat i think and then um let me think yeah i think i like dry heat and then um God, I can't think. I'm all blank. I'm all dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have fun at the Lobo Theater. Oh, wow. That's fun. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot, a lot, of, but I did have fun. Yeah. That's a pretty big venue. It was, and I was opening up for Joey. God, I keep missing it. Medea. Medea. 
Medina. 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 Yeah. I keep on saying my Melina. Oh, I don't know okay. why. <laughs> I'm I'm that girl that messes up everybody's name. Fair. The Lobo Theater, because the the Guild is the one that's like an actual like movie theater, right? Yes. Okay. I never Lo- done that one. I haven't either. Um, I haven't done Lobo either. I don't know why I said it like that, but um. <laughs> Lobo Theater, though, is a pretty big venue. Like That's it, a pretty solid... It would have been bigger if they sold tickets, right? Like, that show was, like, a hot mess, but okay. I had so much fun. Fair. How many people do you think were at that? I don't know. It was it was so hard because, like, we started, like, two hours late. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't sell tickets like they were supposed to. Mm. And then there was, like, people coming in and out of the green room. Like, it was just a lot Yeah. going on. A lot happening. A lot. Yeah. That makes sense. But I got to meet Joey. He's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Comedy is really weird in that, that, like, aspect of, like, one day you're just, like, trying it, and then, like, all of a sudden you're, like, on a show. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, I, I don't I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> oh, you know what? I like performing at the hall. The, the hall is a lot of fun, too. The, the hall is where um, the Poe folks have their open mic, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. That, I went, that's actually, I think that's where I met you. Yes. That was so intimidating, like extremely intimidating. But that was at an open mic, and like that's... the only the only two that were like paying attention were like guys that like heard my jokes, and I was like, okay, like that's not exactly what I want to come here and do. But I was like, this is rough, and like all of a sudden I just realized like one girl was paying attention to my jokes. So I was like, all right, like I'm gonna perform to you then. Like <laughs> I don't know what else to do at this point. That is that was it would be a cool room. If, like, I think people were there to, like, watch a show, mm-hmm. the open mic and, like, everyone there was, like, smoking and, like, just well, doing their own thing. Well, that's how it is during the things, too. Is it like, really? Okay. Like, people are, like, smoking. But, yeah, you do have, like, people, like, paying attention mm-hmm. somewhat. Yeah. I learned if you talk slow and let them catch on to the jokes. Then... <laughs> they're, like, they're all out there just, like, having a choo moment, just fucking high as shit. <laughs> I always talk shit, too, about choo <laughs> I'm like, you know, that fucker hit a pipe in his fur. If you see him in the bathroom, kick his ass. Kick his ass. <laughs> That's a cool spot, though. Like, it looked like a really fun spot to, like, hang out and just, like, enjoy as well. But that was, yeah, I mean, like, there was one other comedian that night. And, like, I always feel rude when people, like, talk during, like, a show. And then even more so during like an open mic. It's I like, know, and I try not to, but like sometimes you just sometimes catch it happens. Yourself. Yeah, sometimes it just happens. Like so, I, I get that. But like, my mom is the worst, and I love my mom. But like, she's come and seen me, which is like also super weird. But she like come to like see me, and then like afterwards, she's like trying to talk to me. Like when another comedian's going on, I'm like, I will talk to you after. Like, mm-hmm. give them their time being on stage, because it's the worst. Like when you're trying to like talk. And just, like, say a joke that you've been working on, and all of a sudden, like, no one's paying attention. And then I felt like an asshole because, like, I totally, like, fucked you up, like, introducing yeah. <laughs> you. But they're like, just go up there and say this. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then they got mad at me because that's exactly what I did. Yeah. And I was like, well, motherfucker, you didn't tell me. Yeah. Let them a fuck. Yeah, you went up and introduced me. I don't even think I – I don't even know if I registered what happened because I was just, like, I was so nervous. I get terrified. I don't know if, like – I don't know if you get nervous going up oh, there. Oh, I am terrified. It's the like, worst. I am like, okay, I have like, it sounds bad, but I have these little rocks and like one's for calming and then one's like my tiger eye, like for focus. And like mm-hmm. I'll rub them. Okay. Like, in my hand sometimes. I like I have them in my pocket. 
you have them there, you're ready to rock, like, when you have them. It's, it's weird. I mean, you have your strategy, though. Like, the weird, like, the weird part for me is, like, I have to, like, fist bump someone mm-hmm. before I even get to the stage. And there's some people who have, like, no idea what I'm doing, but, like, I'll go to, like, give them a fist bump. And as they, like, go to fist bump me, I'm, like, no nerves, just fun. And, mm-hmm. like, I have to do it. Otherwise, I just, I feel so out of place. And then, like, Joey helped me because, like, I was so freaking, like, nervous for the local theater. And he was, like, I learned this just a couple years. Like, like he's, like, I was doing it for years. And I realized he's, like, if you sit there and say, I want this, I want this. So, like, now I've been doing that. Like, I'm, like, I want this. And, like, it yeah. does, like. It gives you, like, a different mindset, right? Yeah. Like, instead of being, like, oh, I'm so nervous. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So, like, I start going, I want this. I want this. And, like. I'm going to have to steal that for sure. Do it. (laughs) I'm like, if I can help people, like, I'm, like, go for it. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't understand, like, tearing down people or whatever. I'd rather just help people. No, for sure. I was about to say, like, that's, like, the cool part right now, especially with Albuquerque comedy. It's just there's so many people in, like, the scene. And some legitimately funny people like mm-hmm. they you know we we have people that are just like trying um some people that like don't have a ton of stuff worked out like myself like i don't have a ton of jokes like i don't have a ton of material neither um, do i yeah like i've only been doing it for a year yeah and it, well and it's like you know like i i need to just go more more than anything that's my problem too because i don't yeah. go a whole lot mm-hmm. and i like i just don't try as much like material um and it's just you know so there's people like us then and then there's people that are fresh off a couple open mics. And then there's some people that have just been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. And they just crush. Um, I, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I am I like fangirl now at this point with, like, Josh Fournier. Because, like, I think he's so fucking good. And, like, I don't know. I, I like, love Robert Eister's, like, Eister's mine. a nut, dude. dude <laughs> he's so like, fun. <laughs> like, 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 just his mind, dude. Like, it just, it's amazing. I can't even remember, and I don't want to botch his whole joke, because um, he refers to it so many times, but, like, when he's, like, he's like, and then there's a tiger who's just snorting Frosted Flakes, <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, oh, my God, he, like, does it callbacks to it, like, to it, and you're, yeah. like, fuck, dude, he's so... His mind, bro, it's he crazy. He does, and, like, he'll, like, he's the one person, like, open mics, or maybe not the one person, but he does it exceptionally well, where he'll just listen to what other people are saying and call mm-hmm. back to it, yes. and, like almost make other people's jokes better mm-hmm. or just make fun of people entirely. And he's so fucking good at it. It's so funny to me. Like, I love when he goes up. I almost had to do a uh, roast battle against him. Um, Did you do the roast battle? I got sick before oh. and I actually lost my voice like day of. And I like, I text Ron's and I was like, dude, I was like, I don't have a voice. I was like, this is not going to go over well. Um, so unfortunately I didn't get to, but well, you're braver than I am. Cause I won't even touch that. Like, the I'm roast like battles I won't just... do the roast battles. Yeah. The gongs. <laughs> I'm like, no the gong show is like, and I've never been to one. Just the concept is so intimidating to me. Well, and then like the crowd gets all boozy and they just want to gong everybody. Yeah. And I've, I've heard they get rowdy during those. Yes. Like that's They're the other... fun to like be the audience, but okay. I wouldn't want to, to be... be the comedian. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Like. The, the weird part about it is, like, I I think that the roast battles get rowdy, but there's still a disconnect between, like, comedian and, like, the crowd. Mm-hmm. But, like, the gong show, it seems like, oh, no, the crowd is just in it with, it, like, with them. 
And so then they feel like super empowered and don't even really have to do anything. That seems so intimidating to me. Like you incredibly. You say like one little thing and like the crowd's like, dong. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. feel like I'd be gone right away. Oh, I, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if my like ego or like my pride would allow me to. <laughs> like, I'm be too like, much. you know, maybe when I get a couple more years under my belt. Sure. I'm like, now I'm like, no, I'm just barely comfortable with what I'm doing now. Right. I was about to say like, right, right now I enjoy... I do enjoy the roast battles just in like the challenge of writing something specifically for someone. Mm -hmm. Um, It's super intimidating though, because like, like, you know, right. If you go to an open mic and you try a joke, if it doesn't work, you can fix it. it. Yeah. Tweak it, scrap it, whatever you want to do, add to it, whatever, whatever feels right for that joke. The roast battles, it's like, it's one and done. It either worked or it didn't. Yes. And that is, that is the toughest part of it, and it is nice when it works, but, man, there's some that you're like, ah, I wish I had that one back, and it's like, but it's an adrenaline rush to have that, like, and have the crowd tell you whether the joke's good or not. Yeah. And people inherently love watching people talk shit, right? I'm like, I'll talk shit, like, rarely, but mm-hmm. I'm like, go up there, and knowing my luck, like, I totally blank out. Like, wouldn't be yeah. able to think. I've had, it's like... I don't know if you have this, but I get so nervous before performing that, like, my brain almost as, like, a defense mechanism will go, like, you don't know anything. Like, it'll just go blank. Like, my whole mind. And I'll be like, what the fuck are my jokes? That well, It's happened to me a couple of times. Like I'm That like, is the worst. Fuck. And you're like, like, I have to do, especially for the roast battles, like, I have to, and it, like, attach, like, an entire joke to a word. Like, I have to, like... I'll have something that, like, um, for, like, I went against Trip, which that was insane. But, like, <laughs> um, going against Trip, there was, like, one, it was, like, um, I attached, like, this whole joke to, like, security. Because I told him, I was, like, you look like you work security for Abercrombie and Fitch. And, like, that, like, I had to attach that whole joke to security. And then, like, th- like and then I would have to remind myself. Because the last thing I want to do when I'm up there is, like, check my phone. Like, mm-hmm. I feel bad for, like, people paying for a show and then I check my phone. And I try not to look at my phone, but I'm dyslexic mm. and I'm ADD. So, like, me looking at the list actually messed me up more than me just running it. Just running my head. through it. I was about to say, and just like naturally feeling it opposed to. Like, while well, I'm back. getting ready and doing my makeup, like, I'll run through my set. Yeah. I, I mean, I try not to like focus on my jokes during my makeup because I feel like they'll fuck up one of those. <laughs> But it's like one of those things that you like you have you have to find something that works for you because otherwise it's so rough. Like I, I do I get so nervous that I'm like I don't even know what I'm saying. Like I don't even know what I'm gonna. And then like you get up there and it's like all right like just run with it whatever. But right before like I get terrified. Do you like joke around with your friends and like you make a joke and you're like oh wait hold on let me write it down because I do, I do that. that all the time. I do like, have on, like, that. Phone notes or um, there's like random stuff and like. Uh, like i'll say one that like i said yesterday because like um we're hosting a, a holiday party anyone listening to this if you want to come to our christmas party you guys can um because i was like i was like what if we had like a christmas party with like a jewish or like a hanukkah like mix and like one of my roommates was like what are you talking about that's my like, family i was like <laughs> I was like, what if we did, like, a Jack Frost and Holocaust? And he's like, dude, you can't say that. I was like, I might, though. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I wrote that down. I felt like, real, like, but it's like, you got to add context or whatever. But I do have that where I'm like, 
just like a random situation will pop up and be like, oh, like, I think that's funnier. Yeah, because I made a couple jokes because my stepdad's German mm-hmm. and like, because I'm, I'm a product of fair. I'm like, yeah, so basically I was just the Jew of the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but it's been an ongoing joke, like, with me and my brothers. Like, mm-hmm. we're like, huh, here's the Jew. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's funny because my uncle is actually Jew, married to my aunt. It's yeah. Like, we're, like, Catholic. Well, she's Catholic. I'm not Catholic anymore. But she's, like, yeah. Catholic. So, like, we have, the like, the Catholic church thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's a Jew. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, our family. You have that mix right there. And then it was funny because he convinced my son that he was Jew once upon a time. Yeah. <laughs> Because they used to help me out and watch my son, like, when I had to work during, like, I think did, it was, like, Christmas vacation or Thanksgiving. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Did, did, Christmas. It was Christmas. Does your son believe anything that you tell him anymore? Because I feel like you mess with him so much and then you're like, oh, by the way, we mix up yellow and pink your whole life. <laughs> like, Actually, I don't know. Like, some of the stuff, like, he's like, you're full of shit, mom. And some things he's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but he's so kind funny. of been gullible his life. Like my uncle convinced him he was a Jew, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What? I'm Jew? Really?" Because yeah. <laughs> my uncle's like, "Happy Hanukkah." Oh my gosh! He's like, "Didn't you know you're Jew?" And he's like, "I'm Jew." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up. He's got a yarmulke. He's like, <laughs> and then like his uncle Bruce like was like, "Cause my son loves like the turkey leg, mm-hmm. or the chicken leg. Like he always calls the legs." Mm-hmm. And like Uncle Bruce was like, "Well, this turkey has no legs. It was <laughs> it was it was raised in a bowl, and they just fed it in a bowl." Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your poor son. He has no and idea what's going on. And he was such the butt of jokes for like everything, because like he hated corn, so they mm-hmm. gave him like a can of corn. But you know how the can openers used to have like where you can do like the lid still mm-hmm. and put the can on. Well, they put all kinds of money mm. in the can of corn. He's like, "I don't like corn." Like, <laughs> I mean, like, they wrapped up, like, a phone book yeah. to him one time, and he was like, why do I need this? And, like, they had money in the pages. Oh, he's, he has no clue. He's like, oh, thanks, cool. Like, throws it to the side. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Uncle Bruce is like, look up your number. <laughs> yeah, look at it, dude. Just, like, flip through the pages. Let let it run through. Because like, <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, who has a phone book anymore? Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't even remember the last time I looked through a phone book. It's just so outdated. <laughs> like, there's no reason to have one. No. I was like, do they even deliver phone books anymore? They Didn't they used to, like, deliver phone books, like, once a year? Yes. Like, you got, you got like, your annual phone book. And it cracks me up because people are like, yeah, I remember looking at people's phone numbers in Yellow Pages. Yellow Pages were business. White Pages were yeah. personal. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you never looked up a number in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the phone in Yellow Pages. Like, no, that's not. I forgot about that. You're right, because the white pages were like personal, personal, and then you would look up yellow pages for like Papa John's or like Pizza Hut or something. You already like yeah, you would look up like anything. Like you had to look up for whatever, and you you, yes. know, you, you had to know like different types of like terminology opposed to like oh, what's gonna help me with birds? It's like or you had to look up like aviation or like you had to look up like words that meant shit instead and encyclopedias. of Yes. Yeah, you had yeah you had to have one with the other. <laughs> like you couldn't just put like animal stuffing. It had to be like taxidermy. You had to like know real shit. Otherwise, yeah. like you weren't gonna find it. No. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about phone books. That's that's a trip, honestly. 
I don't know I'm old because I remember like, but I remember flipping through it and like prank calling people through like the phone book. Oh my gosh. I forgot about like now, like, could you imagine getting a prank call now? Like I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like, this is dumb. And I would like hang up on someone. Like at the time getting like a phone call was like a big deal. So you mm-hmm. had to answer and. Cause oh. there's no caller ID. You know, it was like none of that. Mm-mm. Caller ID when that came out was massive. You're just like, what? Or like, but there was still like you could put star six nine and they couldn't tell who right. called you. Yeah, or just so like, like we would do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> star six nine. I forgot about that too. Holy shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we used to do it all the time because oh man, we're so fucked up because we used to prank call a guy called Frederick Kruger. Oh okay, like we Freddy. would call him all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that got so old. <laughs> I feel so sorry for that guy. I just want to apologize. <laughs> Frederick Krueger, we know you're listening right now. <laughs> we apologize. This, He's the one truly living the nightmare because he has to fucking deal with that phone call. He had probably, oh my gosh. Could you imagine probably every Friday the 13th, probably like, oh my gosh, everyone like, oh, one, look, how's Elm Street? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that would have to be awful and then my brother had an apartment where we could see the payphone remember payphones yeah 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 <laughs> i was about to say i it's wild when you see one yeah when you see one you're like whoa but they used to be like everywhere yeah everywhere they had you had to be, yeah people didn't have a way to communicate so like we could see the payphone from like my brother's apartment mm-hmm. so like we would crank call like the the payphone mm-hmm. and like people would answer oh my god that is so, like, wild to think about that, like, how would someone know that you were at that payphone? Oh, my gosh. They think it was just, like, super creepy? Yeah. And so- we would be like, I like your pants. <laughs> <laughs> we're such annoying kids. Well, me and my brothers are, like, nine years and older. Like, mm-hmm. they're way older than me. So. Sure. So, the next one to you is nine years nine older years than you? Older than me. Okay. How old is your oldest brother? I don't know. Do you know Honestly, how... I yeah. don't. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. So you were like the baby baby of the family. Yeah, like my brother left college like when I was in fifth grade. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like how close were they all roughly? Like They were closer than, than I was. Like in like time they were all like because um, you were the eighth? I was the seventh. Seventh. So you were the seventh. Those six, were they all within, like, 10 years of each other? Yeah. And okay. it was, yeah. So, like, they were all rough housing, growing up together, all that kind of stuff. Like, they were supposed to be babysitting me, but they, like, kept girls over. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> here's one of the boys. <laughs> and I had, like, this best system growing up. Like, because, like, my brothers would pay me so much money to not tell my mom. And then my mom would pay me more money to tell them. <laughs> so you just double dipped the whole I time did. i like, did <laughs> oh my gosh and then it was fucked up because when it was like my turn to go out like my mom was tired so she's like just come home and tell me everything you did if you, yeah i won't you won't get in trouble if you told me everything if i find out something through somebody else that you didn't tell me you get in trouble mm. so basically i'd come home and wrap myself out yeah <laughs> like i didn't get money yeah <laughs> like how do i not get like money for ratting this one out you're like i, I got money for ratting everyone else out oh my gosh did you ever try to like upcharge like your brothers you're like you know like mom's giving me 20 so like you're gonna have to give me 30 like oh yeah i, was, I, I, I was that out i was such an asshole i'd be like well i want a slushy too you know, blah 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 
But it came in handy because, like, one of my brother's girlfriends, who I didn't like. Well, I didn't like a lot of my brother's girlfriends. But, sure. Um, she came around and, like, I saw her with some other dude at the park. Oh. So, like, I made him buy me all kinds of shit at 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all happy with all this candy and Slurpees and all this junk. My brother's like, how'd you get that? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And the guy she was with. And, like, I just mentioned their names. And he's like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> You're like, oh, I was actually not supposed to mention that. But I just did. <laughs> Have you written any of that down? Like, told that story? No. Because that's sh- awesome. Well, actually, <laughs> like... I've told the story about, like, how I ratted myself out. Uh-huh. Like, for my mom. And I'm like, but how does a fish get caught? Like, it opens its mouth. Like, this is not a good quality. <laughs> That's good. How does a fish get caught? It opens its mouth. I like that a lot. I think, I definitely think you could work that in. I, here's the thing. I hate when people tell me, like, you should write that down or anything like that. Um, so I apologize because I was super no, hypocritical. No, like, like, Chuck, fun. Chuck used to always tell me that. <laughs> write it down. And you know what? He was right because I write it down and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's, that's so funny. Just of like, I could just imagine just like telling that story of like, like, yeah, like, mom's giving me 20, but then I would upcharge my brother, <laughs> like, knowing I'm still getting that 20 on the back and end. And then I would <laughs> like, even bug my mom and be like, no, they paid me more. Yeah, oh, <laughs> my gosh. You're just running rate. It's just going through the roof. Oh, my gosh. Do you ever get, like... Oh, I got the shit beat out of me, though. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, like... Did you ever, like, um, do, like, dueling rates as well? You're just like, uh, like uh, well... Two of them were doing that, but, like, you're going to have to pay a little bit more for that, Mom. Like, I'm not just giving you a discount for a twofer. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, you should see what they were doing today. Yeah. You should have seen who was over. Did, did you ever Did you ever make shit up to get money as well? No, I never had to. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what do you mean make shit up? You're like, there's so much happening all the time. Like, my brothers had a threesome one time when they were supposed to be watching me. Like, I mean, I can't make this shit up. Like, they did it for me. Oh, my gosh. So, two of your brothers had a threesome with another... One of my brother had a threesome. Had a threesome. Oh, my gosh. Two other girls? It was a girl and another guy. Even yeah. then. Even yeah. then. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Mom, here's the thing. For this story, I need triple the pay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You're it never was gonna bad. Believe. And yeah. I walked in on them. I was all, uh, mm. How how old roughly were you when that? I was young. Yeah, I want to say like five, but it like five or six, maybe maybe even a little bit older. I don't sure. know. Like, but I mean, I was young. Like you were young enough to know, like, oh, I probably shouldn't be seeing this. But I. But the weird thing is, like, I don't ever remember having like the sex talk. Like, sure. do you remember? Like, I remember having the sex talk with my son, but I never like really remember ever having the sex talk. With, like, my parents. Like, I just grew up knowing about sex. De- definitely never had the sex talk, which I'm, like, trying to work that in the material. Um, I plan on, like, using that tomorrow night at, like, an open mic is, like, I probably should have had a sex talk at some point. Like, I didn't really even learn about, like, penetration until, like, I watched porn for the first time. So, like, it was, like, I was old enough to where it was bad like i should have known like what penetration was because i like for the longest time i thought it was like hot dog and bun like (laughs) i didn't think there was any like sort of insertion like at all so i was like what is why did i think that but like yeah i didn't ever have a sex talk i think my dad was just like you know i think i think at one point he was like you know you're gonna 
you're like and he was so uncomfortable he was like trying to tell me about like masturbating but he like didn't even get to like that part of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i don't think i ever had a, a sex talk at all but i probably again i probably should have had one at some point do you remember like your first porn mag like see i i was past like magazines at that point oh. like i had a phone okay yeah I, okay you had the phone like yeah. okay i'm old so like so- <laughs> i remember like my first like porn magazine was like the hustler and it mm-hmm. was wizard of oz of all things nice. and i was like four or five years old and it was like mm-hmm. my brothers or i don't remember it was like me and my friend stacia like i remember yeah and it was in a garage mm-hmm. but like it's one of those things that like you don't forget seeing those like images that first go around you're like whoa and it was wizard of oz yeah <laughs> This was not in the movie. I was like, I don't remember the Scarecrow doing that. (laughs) You're like, ah, this is, this is why he didn't have a brain. (laughs) Yes. I was like. (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. That, uh, yeah. Like I, I remember like, uh, I think it was you porn. It was like the very first like site. I think one of my buddies showed me and then like, so Cause I grew up in Farmington and it was one of the first, uh, or we were part of the first classes, uh, in middle school that received laptops. Cause like Farmington municipal schools had a grant, um, to where every kid got a take home laptop to use for the school year, which spelled problems all over the place. Like they had security firewall, etc. Um, there was like certain things even for like, academic purposes like we couldn't even look up um because it was like that strict but it had like a dvd port and one of my buddies same thing we were in the seventh grade and he had an older brother who had already graduated high school and he had bought like this porn dvd that like no one was supposed to know about well my buddy had like put in his like uh computer and we're like watching it and maybe that was when i found out what like penetration was but like i remember it was like at that moment, like both of us were just like watching or whatever. And then he was like, all right, he's like, I think my parents are coming home. And so he like tried to like, um, press the like eject button and it wouldn't come out. And he is shitting bricks. Like he is just sitting there like, what the fuck? Like there's only a handful of things that can like really happen at that point is, yo, I have a DVD stuck in like my computer and like the only person I can go to to like troubleshoot it is someone at the school. And so he is like, I remember like he couldn't get it out for like two days. He like would tell his teachers like I oh I I, I left my laptop at home. They're like you know like you have to have. It. He's like it's like spring, so it wasn't like brand new to him or anything. So he's like sweating it. And I think at one point he's like, dude, I I was about to tell my mom, and I was like, you were about to tell your mom. I'd rather go through like the school and like have them tell my mom. And all of a sudden he was like. Yeah, he's like, but I got the DVD out. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'll never forget that. Because, like, I laughed so hard. I thought it was the funniest fucking thing. I was like, you have the world's worst situation right now. And see, my son, is his philosophy is ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Not permission. Yeah. A lot of kids are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I will never forget that. Those laptops were just trouble. And, like, I remember, like, kids, like, finding out because like teachers had passwords they could get Mm -hmm. by that and stuff like we couldn't even go on like youtube um that was like protected so like teachers could like you know they had their own login that they could use and go to youtube or whatever 
you know um but i remember kids like knowing like the login of like some teachers like got that information and like watching porn like in class and like getting caught and i'm like wow like that's intense i couldn't imagine doing that yeah no that's it's too much (laughs) i'm like i don't know because like i had like a situation with my son like he got like a picture of a girl's boobs on his phone Mm -hmm. well she sent it to him but and I was like, Keith, though, yeah, he didn't ever, just, yeah, he Keith, just though, if you ever, like, get pictures, do not send them to anybody. Do not, like, mm-hmm. don't do it. What did he do? He went Immediately. and sent it to a friend. And then it got all over the school. <laughs> and then he could have been charged for child pornography. But thank God her face was not in the picture. It's one of those things that, like, you don't think <sighs> about as a kid. Like, I, But I, I talked to him about it. Like, I Fair. sat him down. <laughs> and I was like, look here. Yeah. That's at least you had that conversation. No one had that conversation with me. And I was just like, oh, I have a camera phone. Like she has a camera phone and like exchanging nudes, which like I already don't know how to exchange nudes now. Like I wasn't exchanging. I don't don't uh, do it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't do it. But like at that time, like I definitely wasn't exchanging like good material. You know what I mean? So it's like, what the fuck was I doing? And like not even thinking about that. Like I wish someone would have sat me down and been like, yo, like this there are heavy fucking fines that could come with this. Like, you could ruin your fucking life. But it's just crazy because they're both ch- child. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're both yeah. children. But if she had her face in that picture, he could have been charged for child pornography. That's insane. And, like, yeah, I mean, like, we, I was a fucking caveman with fire. Like, I, I didn't know I could get burned by it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, the we, we had, like, this big old thing with the principal. The principal is cool. Like, okay, my son... They loved him. Like, my son got yeah. away with so much shit in middle yeah. school. Like, I'm like, fucking get him in trouble. Like, let him be in trouble. Like, mm-hmm. give him detention. Like, yeah, yeah. fucking do, do something. something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, like, those fuckers, like, eating food in the front office. They're all happy feeding him. Like, he taught the principal how to twerk on the eighth grade dance. <laughs> like, my son made it into the eighth grade graduation speech. Like, oh, it was ridiculous how much they loved him. That's and I'm so like, funny. I'm like, get that fucker in trouble. <laughs> you sound a lot, a lot like my dad in that aspect of, like, like, my dad, like, whenever I got in trouble, my mom would be pissed. But my dad would be like, dude, you're at least doing something cool. Jesus Christ. Like, I remember I got caught, like, ding-dong ditching. And he was just like, fucking, finally, my kid's normal. Like, like, <laughs> he, was so, he was so fired up when I got in trouble. I remember I got pulled over one night. I didn't stop at a stop sign. And uh, I didn't have my license or, like, insurance registration. I didn't, I didn't have anything. I essentially got three tickets that night. Um, or I didn't have my insurance and uh registration so i didn't i was like fuck it so i essentially got three tickets that night i remember being like freaked out. i was like i have to go tell my dad and all of a sudden he was like dude nice he's like you have to pay for it he's like but fuck yeah man he's like what was that like you saw the cherries for the first time i'll never forget <laughs> that my dad was fired up that i like i got in trouble he just he loved it he thought it was so so cool that i got in trouble like my boy's normal (laughs) and i was always like the bad guy like i always had to discipline and his dad was like the fun weekend sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) like no i had to bring the hammer down yeah and then like the whole picture thing like what hit him was like my best friend she's my black sickens like my son and her son have been best friends since they were six Mm. so then we became best friends got it 
Yeah. So, like, she was like, how would you like if that was your mom? And that's what hit home. And he was like, ugh. Yeah. Yep. That would have done it for sure. Like, if anyone would have said, like, my mom or my sister, I would have been like, like, yeah. And, and, like, I was racing to her house and I was going to rip him a new one. And she was like, calm down. Yeah. I already talked to him. <laughs> you were ready to rip his head off? I was. Oh. Like, because I'm Hispanic. Like, yeah, my yeah. son refers to me as, like, a volcano because I blow up. <laughs> and I'm like, come love me. Oh, it's so funny. You're like, no, no, no. I'm gonna freak out first, but then it's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm hysterical. Like I tongue lash. Like I'm like. <laughs> yeah. <That's, laughs> you need to. You need to have someone close to you in those moments, like record you, because I bet you could get some cool material out of that too, like some funny shit. Do you? You probably have like just like insane. Like you whip out some shit. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like wildly creative in that moment of just like I'm gonna beat your ass, like. <laughs> And some of the shit that comes out of my f- mouth just regularly, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> just like I've just... almost got a guy like beat me up once. Oh wow. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny now, not funny then. It's still funny. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like the bouncer was laughing because yeah. it was freaking funny. Because like this guy kept bugging me all night at the bar, and I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not interested. No, and he's like, you're just a lesbian, aren't you? <laughs> Your and son was... told me. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no if i wanted pussy i get with you and the bouncer's like oh, oh. shit <laughs> <laughs> he got pissed like the guy was so mad i feel like guys guys egos are super fragile and i'm i'm part of that like we're all of a sudden i'll be like i may not like lash out but i should be like fuck she got me like i hate that feeling <laughs> like, and he's all you're a bitch blah 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 and i was all call me cunt us bitches like it. Yeah. <laughs> how, how have you not said that? <laughs> I did. No, no, no. I'm saying like on stage. Like <laughs> I, I kind of made the, the, that comment once, but it didn't hit. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. You You've know, tried it. I tried it, Fair. but it hasn't hit. Maybe mm. I should try it like a different way. Yeah. Maybe. I was like, that, I, I thought that was funny. I feel like that would be good for sure. Just like. Maybe that's something you have in your back pocket, too. Like, if someone, like, calls you a bitch, like a heckler or something, and you're just like, you just throw that one back out there. Call me like, cunts. Us like, bitches <laughs> like it. <laughs> I'm into that sort of thing. <laughs> well, I kind of do kind of say something, because, like, I get called adorable a lot, and I feel like mm. it's insulting. Like, I feel like I'm not yeah. a little kid. Like, I'm not, like, a cute little puppy dog. Like I, I like, get called um, at work a lot, and, and no... From my understanding, no one means this in like a degrading way, but I get called a uh, buddy a lot and like I'm in the same boat, right? Like it's like, and people may not even mean that in a mean way, but like adorable buddy, you're like, I'm not a fucking child. <laughs> like stop that shit. Well, some people are like, oh, your comedy's adorable. You're so adorable up there. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll show you how fucking adorable this is. <laughs> Ah, uh, that would bug me. Like, uh, it, it's like in the same way of like someone came off stage and like, oh, your comedy's cute. You're like, what do you mean cute? Like fucking, uh, like I cute some... like a little fucking rabbit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go hippity hoppity everywhere. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like I struck a chord. <laughs> what do you mean cute? Fuck off. Like, <laughs> it's like on Goodfellas when they were like, ha, you're funny. Like, ha ha, I'm a clown. Like, yeah. I'm fucking here for your entertainment. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh fuck that it like it is it's funny when that shit happens like you just come off and they're like oh yeah that was you know that's cool oh, you're so adorable up there oh it's yeah you i can see that for sure <laughs> I'll show you adorable bitch. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> who's who's the one person uh, in comedy that is like giving you a compliment? And you're like, that meant a lot. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Someone's had to. Plenty of people have had to say your comedy. Well, yeah, they're like, yeah, good job. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks. Like, yeah. But like, I don't know. No like one. I haven't like gone home and been like, oh, he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not like fangirling, right? But like, there's some like, there's gotta be one person in in Albuquerque that you're like, oh, that was cool that this person said good job. Like Steph, one time was like, you did good. Like, because Steph doesn't give like many compliments. It's funny you say that because Steph was my what I was gonna say because he he told me after he's like, hey, you're set, good shit. And like that was it. It wasn't like you know, hey, you crushed. Like all of a sudden, it was just, hey, good shit. I was like. Mm-hmm. fuck like i like blacked out for a second <laughs> i was like i've just felt good you know and it like he's like you have a thing going on with like one of like i said something he's like you have a thing going on with that like work with that and i was like yeah. oh okay yeah it's like it it just means a little bit more when someone like that says it which is cool that's mm-hmm. fun um april i appreciate you being on the podcast this was super Thanks. fun this was uh this was a good time um are you do you have any shows coming up anything that... um shit um, I am headlining at the hall. You're headlining. Let's 18th, go. On the 18th. That's awesome. That's yes. really cool. And I think. Oh, and then I have B2B on um, November 26th. It's like. A... That one's out in. Is that one in Rio Rancho? No, it's no, 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 B2B. right here. It's like on Comanche and like okay. um, Wyoming. It's like a after Thanksgiving thing, like a hangover Thanksgiving. Oh, cool. Show. The one that you're headlining, when was that again? Uh, the 18th. 18th. Okay. That's a Friday, right? Yeah. Yep. It so. is a Friday. I get so discombobulated with dates. Nice. Headlining though. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Really cool shit. Um, but yeah, again, thank you. This was great. Thank you I, for having me. It yeah, was fun. absolutely. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll have you on again. It was like, yes. when you become rich and famous, we'll have to <laughs> yeah, have bring right. you back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I appreciate it guys. This is another episode of escaping tyranny. Remember the rules, uh, mix in a water, don't drink and drive, go down to your partner and the earth is flat. Cheers. I'm gonna write a book and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket